You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Jesus is Lord. Amen. <laughs> now for those who are joining us for the first time, you know we, we've been talking about, I said first service, the single should come, second service, the married, and then we've been talking about Christian, that's uh, for the month of November, we are looking at Christian home, and we'll be talking about this for a while. So we started last week, Sunday, right? Hallelujah. And then we looked at what we said, Genesis chapter 2, type of marriage and all other uh, types. If you remember very well, we spoke about that, praise the Lord. And then we answered, we said what Jesus, we started looking at what Jesus said to the Pharisees when they asked him a question about divorce and Jesus or divorce. Said that's the right pronunciation, divorce. <laughs> and Jesus said to them that no, uh, he did not answer their question whether it was right to separate from your wife or not, but Jesus went to the root of the matter like he used to do in those days with the Pharisees. Instead of answering their question, he would look at the reason for asking the question in the first place. So Jesus said, it's not about the case of separation or no separation. What I'm saying to you is the fact that uh, from the beginning it was not so. So Jesus established the fact that he told them, I haven't to read. And then from there moved on to say that what you have read is Moses. Moses gave you a substandard version of marriage. And we said last week that we have people still reading Moses today. Moses the law. Moses the tradition. Moses what you've learned from your parents. Moses what we learned on TV. Moses what we've seen around. And we made a profound point that no culture can give you the right perspective to marry because only God who started it can and when these cultures were being formed they did not anticipate the kind of society that we have today every culture in the Yoruba culture which I'm more familiar with for instance our forefathers who go to farm the women will stay at home to cook those who still carry that mentality that doesn't work now women go to work men go to work now so if you live by that standard you already as a, I mean there's already a defect but you know, some people have read, they have PhD degree, but they, what's still in their head is still a archaic, traditional type of marriage. So I said, only God, who is the Alpha and the Omega, who sees the end from the beginning. When he created Adam and Eve, he looked at 6,000 years after. He saw the age of jet, internet, he saw the age of mobile phone, and he still said that, this is my standard, it will work in any generation. No culture can give you that. Culture will shape marriage based on what they can see. When our forefathers were going to farm, they did not anticipate a time when women would be going to work, when women would be driving, when would be watching TV. They didn't see internet. They didn't know all those things. So they were limited by what they were. What they, so they can't mentor us in marriage. Times have changed. Things have changed. Only God can. And the word of God is the answer. So I'm assuming I'm speaking to singles. Second service, I'm going to slant my message towards the married people like I did last week also so I'm going to read something which um, and I said that in this stuff we have to take it one step after the other the first thing that all of you should realize is that God's plan for each person differs okay hallelujah so in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 this is the beginning you know we talked we, we spoke about every man the good wine right yes, do you remember yes, that's a very please if we were not around last week, get the message of last week, alright? Alright? Uh-huh. You know, I love that part that we spoke about. The, the master of the ceremony, John chapter 2, called the groups. He says, every man brings forth the good wine. And when people are drunk, the bad wine. And that is the pattern of many marriages also. The good wine for when it's opening the door for you, when it's composing songs for you, when, it's, when it becomes a poet overnight. 
when you are taking a stroll on the street and he sees a tree and he forms a song from the tree for you when you come, he comes to pick you you are wait, and you are keeping him waiting by wasting time with powder and the rest and he sits in the car playing the man worshipping God he can't get angry when you crack the driest joke he will laugh <laughs> even when it's not funny <laughs> in those days when you will say sweet words over whatever she cooked and those sweet words will be sweeter than the food itself every man set up the good wine then after a while I don't believe in reality stage with uh, experts or those who teach marriage uh, uh, the psychologist and the professor have said that they are out on the moon stage they said you have reality stage the question I normally ask is that what is realistic and were they not realistic before if you do it God's way in your courtship we don't do plastic courtship we are open when I was doing my courtship I was blonde as, I was as blonde as I am now no point hiding anything so we, we have not had any reality stage because there was nothing that was covered before it is when people pretend in courtship what you don't like you pretend as if you like you smile over it because you don't want to lose her or you don't want to lose him amen, amen. and I've told you when you ask a woman a question and she begins to cry she doesn't want to answer please as a gentleman bring her your handkerchief help her wipe her face but when she finishes crying go back to that question with madam as we were saying <laughs> <laughs> just beg her you, you can buy a drink for her you can tell her say I love you <laughs> but when she calms down madam that question because <laughs> somebody might be using tears to cover something <laughs> are, you, are you with me okay so <laughs> the bible says and the lord said it is not good that man should be alone I will make him a help there are many things this verse is loaded Help mates. It has been taught to help mates. In many of seminars or many people, the word of God, there are no mistakes in the Bible. Every single statement in the Bible, every single word is powerful. Jesus said everyone that will pass away, but not a word. Are you with me? So God did not say help mates. And I'm going to explain that in a while if we get there today. There is a difference between help mates and help mates. Hallelujah. God did not create help meat. He created help meat. The help that meets the man. That is, it looks like an illustration of a tailor. Instead of a ready-made clothes, who gives you tailor-made? Because when they say a shirt, you know, when they say 43, 44 size of a shirt of XL, the sincere truth is that there can be men who are, who are six feet tall. And they can have different body shapes, even though they are all six feet tall. Somebody's six feet is big. Somebody's uh, six feet is, short, uh, is, is slim. Somebody's six feet with pot belly. Somebody with another type of belly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody's six feet tall with six pack. There are all kinds of. So, where, so all of them can't wear the same shirt, even though they are all six feet. But when it comes to tailor make, the tailor will come. He will check. Okay, you are six feet. But your upper body is bigger than the lower. You are six feet. Your shoulder is wider. He considers all that. So he sews a cloth that fits you. That is a cloth meat for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory. The Almighty God considers your future. The assignment of your life. Hallelujah. The temperament that you have. The family you are coming from. Things that have influenced your life to give you the personality that you have now. 
The kind of wife that God gives is help meet. It looks at what you are going to become. It looks at the work he has given you to do. It looks at the temptations, the problems, the challenges are going to have on the way. And he makes, he makes a wife that fits into that for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. See, this is why this verse says that it should be the origin of every marriage. I'm talking to singles. We don't get married because time is going. Your timetable is different from someone else's timetable. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. One of my one of my mentors, Pastor Boju, got married. I mean, at least he got married about three four years. He didn't stop anything. Church of Boju over six thousand people. He didn't stop anything. About three years. Yet he will teach, and all of what they were married, we sit down there to listen to him, even when he was not married. Listen to me. It was really like he was one of the most popular guys in life. You don't have to walk by someone else's timetable, so they can't tell you at home that it's time to get married. The beginning of your marriage must be in the beginning. Jesus referred them, he said, from the beginning it was not so. So we must take the words of Jesus Christ and go to the beginning. God said, must precede, must be the starting point of your marriage. There must be a time in your life. You might not hear an audible voice. But you perceive that God now wants me to settle down. If God is not saying, what God does not start, he will not complete if God is not saying anything yet, if you don't perceive that this is not culture, this is not my parents, this is not that there are many fine girls around me, I have to choose one now. This is something from within coming that the time has come. Every one of you here, you are capable of hearing God one way or the other. You will just know that see, this is not me. This is not because there are many fine girls, I want to choose one. But you know, this is coming from a settled other. The time has come to settle down. If that thing is not there, don't venture into it. Can I hear me? Amen. So that is the starting point. It is God that Adam did ask him for it. He was be then God saw the assignment he gave Adam. And at a particular time, God felt that number one, the time has come to help this guy. I need a help me. I will make him a help me for him. Hallelujah. So God should be the beginning. That's the first point I want to establish that I want us to accept. God should be. And then let's move to the second point. <laughs> and I will stop there for a while. I mean, you know. This can take us almost six months, but then we just have November. There are many things to say. Hallelujah. Because I seem to want to talk to men at a time and then to women at some other times. But then, God will help us to look at this. So, when we get the beginning, we have a foundation. It is God saying, it is God. Then, the second thing you must realize is that it is the same God that said that it is not good for you to be alone. That we, it's a personal commitment on God's part. And we make he doesn't want you to go, keep going around asking all kinds of sisters out. If a guy is asking out three, four people in the space of six months, something is fundamentally wrong with you. May my sister never marry you. You lack integrity. You tell somebody, do you have seen you? You pour out all those words. And she says no. Or she says, and in one month, you already seen someone else pouring out the same words. And in one month again, pouring out the same words. Your words aren't true. You are a liar. As I see you, there's nobody like you. But after one month, somebody like her is <laughs> showing up. You know, integrity matters in everything. Don't say what you don't mean. If you like somebody, just say, when they ask me when, when we're in school, do you like this lady? I will say yes. But I'll quickly say, it doesn't mean I will ask her. It doesn't mean I will get close to her. Are you asking me if I like her? She's beautiful. I like her. She's wonderful. She's a wonderful Christian. I like her so much. But you know what? 
as to whether I will get close to her enough to depart the relationship, I don't know. And I was so because somebody brought up with the do you like him? I don't like him. I don't like him. I, if I'm not thinking about him, and next one month you're already dating him. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, I saw a lot of this when this very sorry about that. That's a lady. I don't like him. I don't ah me. Again, I'm not even thinking about her. And I just cancel her one day. I don't know. Then the next month he's already going out with her. Why do we cover things? <laughs> Are you following me? There is a commitment. There is a decision on God's part. I will make. Like he said, I will make you fishers for me. He said, follow me, I will make you fishers for me. The same thing here. God said, I'm the one who has said it's not good for you to be alone. I'm going to make you. So let God do. Now, this is what I'm going to say. If you read some verses before now, or after this one, this will show us something. Then I will get back to man and assignment. The purpose of you understand. But look at this one. Next verse, verse 19. You know, somebody has said this very, and this is very funny truly. God said in the thing that it's not good for man to be alone. I will make him. You will expect that in verse 19, God will just make the woman. But before making the woman, look at what God made first. Out of the ground, God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he will call them. And whatsoever name Adam called them, that was their name. And I've said that there's something quite profound about this. What is God trying to do? He told Adam that I'm going to make you help meat. But then he first of all started bringing animals. Before you recognize what is real, you have to recognize what is not real first. Actually, to get the right relationship, you have to be able to separate from the wrong ones. If you want, you should be able to define the role of everybody in your life. If you are anything above 18, you are bound to have male friends. If you are a lady, if you are a guy, you are bound to have female. If you are not able to define everybody, this is a partner that we work together. She is not my wife. This one is a friend. I enjoy gisting with her. But she's not the help meet. Some are very emotionally weak. Anybody that comes around them, they go. See, the moment is not the help meet. Three months into the marriage, something. Except they want to say, you know, there are different types of marriages. You can patch up for 60 years. Especially in Africa, where if you say you want to divorce, family will get involved. You see, it's not that our divorce, our divorce rate is better than theirs. It's not really so. It's just because we have people. Uh-huh. My father, your father calls you. Know. <laughs> so everybody, your friends, that I know you don't do that, you know. But over there, they don't send anybody. When you see a lady and in six hours or in two days, you can marry her, just walk up to the temple, you don't do elaborate wedding, and, and then your neighbor doesn't talk to you. So when you tell your wife, walk out, nobody cares. But even here, neighbors who are not close to you, all the elders on your street, when they start coming and then later you realize, but they don't have that, they don't care. So that's why they can easily take a decision. But we, I mean, somebody meets his mom the next day, say, where's your wife? <laughs> are, you, are you with me? Thank God for culture here. I mean, it's a little bit difficult to do here. You have many explanations to make. Some uncles will call you that. Show the So you, you have to answer to a lot of people. So you, even your boss. Over there, you can tell your boss over there. You know, many of you, have, I mean, you travel, you see all these things. And then many of us see them in movies. You can tell your boss that if you ask about your marriage, it's none of his business. And he doesn't get angry. In Nigeria, even though you are supposed to be doing office work, let him ask you about your money and tell your boss that it's none of your business. 
<laughs> and see where your promotion will come from. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field. Every fowl. And he brought them to Adam. And Adam was able to name them. Ah! He carried the cat in his hand. He said, you are very friendly. I like you. But you are not the help. You are my pet. He saw the dog. The dog followed him right round about the garden. He said, you are making me not to feel lowly. Dog, I like you. I love the father. You know, dogs are very loyal. You follow me around. But you are my pet. You are not the person. How many times have people made this mistake? Somebody comes up. A guy. Like a friend. A senior friend. He helps you one or two things. And the next you turn into a relationship. A lady comes around. She talks with you. You enjoy gisting with her. But you know she. But you turn into a relationship. In this regard of this thing I'm sharing with you. You cannot afford to be emotionally weak. And when you say that your decision is about to be taken because of emotion, detach. Most times, when a man is down, for instance, a man loses his job, any lady that comes around and is playing with you, helping you to, you can develop a feeling for her and take her to be the person. But as soon as you are married, you find out that she is not the person. Is somebody with me? It can happen to a woman also. You've lost something very great to you and somebody is always around. A guy comes out to It might not be the exact type what you want, but because it's available and it's making you understand the fact that you are a friend helping me. Not, I won't convert it to... You understand what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So when Adam was able to do all those things, then caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. Let's read the next verse. And then I'll get into the final thing I'm about to say. Is somebody following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon him, and he slept, and they took one of his ribs, and he closed up the flesh instead thereof. So God took the woman out of man. This is where I want to stop this morning. But first of all, the man slept. Let's check something very serious here. Can we read Genesis chapter 1 verse 26? The creation of man. Oh. Remember that tailor made and ready made. I'll come back to that in a while. If time permits. Thank you Lord Jesus. And God said. Let us make man in our own image. Verse 27. Thank you Lord. So God created man. In his own image. Everybody read the next thing. Stop. Is he talking about one person right? In the image of God he created him. But look at the next verse. Are you seeing something? This looks like somebody saying two things. He created man. In his image he created him. An individual. Then he says male and female he created them. Where did it become from him to them? I want to explain the process of getting the right man or the right woman here. I want to give you one major um, revelation. I should call it law principle so that we help to identify the person sent into your life. And in the second service, am I, beginning, am I, I want to talk to married people how every woman can become this help meets. Next week, I will share with young people also how to prepare yourself. Hallelujah. I, I, are you following me? God, 
in the image he created say, male and female male and female if you read for that chapter you are going to see that expression again that male and female he created them what is the meaning of this when God created Adam Eve was already inside Adam spiritually man was created first then in chapter 2 man was formed physically you know God dwells in the spirit realm so when God said let us make man a man and a woman image inside one body called man are you hearing me? Yes, praise the Lord so spiritually two people were created in one but the male part showed up first then the man slept when God said I need to create help me then he brought the female part out of the man Hallelujah. every man hear this very well every man is not complete until you meet this other part of you incomplete is different from incompetence are you with me I'm not saying every man is incompetent or in no we are looking at completeness here not competence are you with me praise the Lord what is how best can this be recognized but just understand every woman under the sound of my voice every woman on earth you are a part of one man there is a man you complete I'm not saying one man called Abdul somewhere or that for <laughs> No. I'm just saying that in my one man, it might be more than one person. We can use the word DNA. There is somebody that you are part of. There is somebody that you complete. There is somebody that you are an answer, the help to his assignment. Hear me, all guys here. That is the reason why some of you think that God has never answered your prayer. I have discovered by experience. Now, it doesn't use the same method for everybody, but there are many guys. No matter how, how you pray, your prosperity will never emerge until you meet the right person. Because for you to get it before the person, you will make mistakes. You just find out that as soon as you settle with a woman, is the case of many people in this church, and I've seen it many, many places. As soon as you settle down with the right woman, every door seems to be open. It is because you have found your complete parts. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. You know, the old Yorubas, they had an idea of it. So they would pray for women. They would say, I mean, you know, carry someone else's bone. They, they had an idea. I don't know if, if you are Yoruba, you understand that they pray. All the old people used to pray that prayer. Somebody had an idea that every woman is part of somebody. And only God can lead you to this. I'm not saying seeing visions and you know. I'm just saying that pray. When you are praying, there are different ways that God can lead you. But I'm saying that you are a part of somebody. Every woman, you are a part of somebody. You are the help meet for somebody. Ah, I will not get to this today. Your level of preparation as a woman. Hear me very well. Hear me clearly. Eh? We don't get what we want in life. We get who we are your level of preparation as a woman you cannot use certain fabrics to make some particular type of clothes when a tailor says I can't use this fabric for this it's not that the tailor is biased there are some materials that cannot go for some things the level with which you work yourself as a woman spiritually intelligently exposure even financial independence, the level to which you work yourself to, will determine who the man, the kind of man you will meet. You understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. 
You see, you cannot be a square peg in a round hole. If you want to use a toy vehicle to tow a car, the toy vehicle must be able to have the capacity to move the car. You wear only glasses that will fit you. They measure your head. They measure you. So if you see a shirt, if you're a man and you are six feet, and you see a shirt that is very short, you, you can't buy it. When you wear it, there will be a problem. Then you remove, you go for your size. I'm saying to every woman, and maybe from next we will look at the virtuous woman and we look at men at the gate partially. Your size as a woman, your size will determine which man will wear you. If you read Proverbs 31, you will understand that God did not create a woman to come inside and take, 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 take. He's the man that does everything. As a matter of I usually want women. When you keep using the word too many times, I go and tell your children, go and collect money from your father. Actually, the female was, you are giving an impression that a woman must depend on man for money. Don't do that. You should be able to bring out money, even if you want their father to. Don't keep saying it every now and then. Go and meet your father. You can create an impression on that young girl that men are supposed to have money more than women and it can begin to rule her that you collect money from men. Let her know that she can be. Say, I am your mother. What do you want? Take you begin to build a mentality into her that the female gender is not weaker than men. You can do and undo. Can I hear me? Amen. Hallelujah. So sometimes, when this message ends, when you get to sit down and ask yourself as a woman, what is my present size? And what size do I want? All the women are sober. <laughs> you will understand that this law cannot be bypassed. Those who try to stretch their hand beyond where they are, she's at level 4. She goes for a rich man that is at level 40. You will realize a match after a while. And people like that, they weep in that marriage. I've told you before, she came for counseling. She brought S class. She was begging me for 3000 for fuel money. The husband will drain, he will drain the, all the cars of well. He will travel abroad, put her inside. They'll give just enough money to cook for the children. Nothing else for her. I remember the day we had one party together. So he saw her at the party with the car she brought. The car she borrowed money to bring. They thought she was enjoying. This is the illusion that many people look at. You do not know how people cry when they are at home. But you see them outside. Yeah, because she's fine. The man wants her by her side. Anytime the man comes and puts her by the side in the party. Ah, your wife, your wife is fine. Any small thing in the house... Left and right. One day he told her in the yesterday we were living, I'm going to kill you. It, by 1 a.m., at a point when she was with, was neighbor that called security of there to come and carry her out. But then she went back there. You know what? The moment I knew she was going to go back, because that time I didn't have much money, not bad too, because she didn't have money. No savings of her own, no money. Men who are wicked, they will deliberately make a woman depend on them for everything. So no matter what they do to her, she can't escape. I have counseled too many women going through abuses. They are going back to the house. Because outside that house, they have no life. It's pathetic. That when she came back, the guy was already waiting. I knew you would come back and descended on her again. And she was still in the house. Nothing, nothing outside the man. She saw him in the party in her final year. I want to marry a rich man. She jumped in. And the man closed her up. Everything she could do for herself, he stopped it. My foot down housewife. Don't walk. Don't do this. So that forever... She will depend on him. 
And I have seen that story many times. But if you read Proverbs chapter 31 as woman, you know that God didn't call a woman to do that. Hallelujah. That you are helped means that you have a capacity. Hallelujah. There is something you have to offer. You, I'm not saying competing with the man. No, I'm just saying that you have something to offer. I would suggest that everybody should read. Somebody posted on Facebook, what blessing I wish she can. The chairman of First Bank, what she wrote yesterday about. I mean, she, and we will get to that again. At that level, she's one of the richest women in Nigeria, you know that by now. Chairman, as at this, she was still saying, I know one day I was reading for, for uh, Lakija, the richest woman and one of the richest people in the country. Say, I still wash my husband's underwear. We still have a good time. We go out together. We do it. Professor Woshika was saying that. She was doing one funny word. We were talking about sex. That almost every morning, I still meet my husband in that regard. At a level. And then she began to talk about the fact that you don't intimidate a man with your wealth. He said, but if you build him into your wealth. Okay, he said, there you build and we furnish the house and all those things. You become beyond those bad and you also become partners. And the strings that are joining you together are multiplying. Let me tell you this. It will take extra love of God. It will take the love of God dominating the mass to accept you for 30 years where you are not really contributing anything. May this message go to all the ladies out there who have their eyes on one man that has car, this one now, who will not look inside and develop themselves. You have already, I mean, you are already giving yourself a problem. In these days of us, when women can achieve more than men, when some CEOs and MDs are women, you are still thinking that to depend on somebody that has something. How many women are in this church now work? Many of them. When women are driving flying, they are becoming pilots and you are still at the level of thinking I want to collect from one man. That's sad. I pray this message will go round. Many people say the world is changing. Wake up and understand. Hallelujah. If you are young, you have your life to build. Build yourself. Our husband is also a very wealthy man. No doubt about that. Build yourself. Build yourself. If Joyce Meyer's husband says he wants to leave her, where will he start from? Some women are so important to their husband. Now she is the preacher, but she respects the man. The man can say you are not going for that meeting. Is that you? You? I'm, I'm telling you, you need to understand this thing. We will get deep into this. Who is the help meets? And we're going to read Proverbs 31. Maybe next week we we'll start from there. And then I'm going to talk about the man that God made. The man and his assignment. If you are a guy here, I started with. If you don't know your future, you don't need a future partner. <laughs> if you don't know the direction of your future, you don't. That's why they call the word future partner. That means you must have a future for you. You have a partner that will partner with you. God first of all gave an assignment to Adam. Your assignment will be the major. It's like your height, the major parameter for measuring the kind of woman that fits you. So if you don't have an assignment, you don't really know who you are and what your direction in life is. Wait till you find out. It's like a man who doesn't know his height or anything. He goes to buy just any shirt. You need to understand first of all, who am I and where am I going? So first of all, he created the two of them. But he brought out the male part first. 
and they gave him a word to that. So what he looked at him and he said, okay, at this point, you need help to help you. When it is done this way, your life, they, this man can say how much marriage has been a blessing to him. Am I right? Yes, sir. Because I used to know him before he got married and I still know him now. The difference is crystal clear. It will be so for him also very soon. <laughs> Am I right, Pastor David? Am I right, Pastor Morning? Praise the Lord. Radical transformation. Am I right, Sister Baby? That was a great guy. But it wasn't the greatness was in him. But he started manifesting where you met. I can say it because he said it publicly. One day he was teaching us, it was a give, you know, when he was in Excel as a youth manager, a husband, he told us one day. When it was any 40k, you remember those days, and you were there. And shortly after that, he cannot say, and then one day she was telling us how they plan, how they budget, how they do things. When we get to the financial aspect of this meeting, I just told her that she let her. He's always, he's always, many of you don't know, he's a quiet man, but he's in church every Sunday. So I said that the two of them, maybe they will take us through something because. Uh, the day she was talking to leaders about how to plan money, my head corrected. People can teach us things. But they are bringing the best out of each other. And this is what we are saying, men and brethren. And these people are spirit-filled believers. We were here together, the husband was our senior. And sincerely speaking, I've known these people for years. So I'm telling everybody, there's no need to rush into this thing. Take it as God's plan. But this is a game that is only played with highest maturity. Marriage is not something... It is better to just stay on your own than to go and get yourself wrongly involved with people. It's going to affect everything. Are you with me? There is a beautiful plan for you. The one, it was not your idea to come into this world. Hope you know. You didn't sit down, sit them down in heaven to tell them that, okay, send me into the world. <laughs> and send me as Yoruba or Igbo. Or send me to America. God did all that. Why don't you let the one who made you also create the man? He has looked at your DNA, your assignment. And why don't you let him complete what he has started? Don't spoil it for him. Hallelujah. I will stop there today. Is someone blessed this morning? Yes. It looks like I'm whipping some people. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a rod of correction. <laughs> it helps. Amen. Amen. Oh Lord Jesus, who bless you. I will rise. Thank you, Father.